Hello and welcome to the In All Seriosity podcast. I'm Patrick Fueling and with me is Matt Mizak, and we are part of the leadership team here at Grace Community Church. Matt, welcome to episode six. Hey-o. Today we have not one, but two special guests. So, Keon Fueling and Holly Smith, welcome to the show. Thanks, it's great to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, glad to have you guys. We're going to talk today about what it is like for a Christian to go to a secular college. And so we're happy that you're both here. And to start us off, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, so my name is Kaylin. Um, I'm a junior at the University of Michigan, and I'm studying material science and engineering. Yeah, and my name's Holly. I'm actually Kaylin's roommate. I'm studying Spanish as well as organizational studies, hoping to go into nonprofits. Awesome. Well, Matt, you want to start us off with the uh, question? Well, Kaylin and Holly, uh, when you guys left high school, did you guys have like a welcome to college moment where you realized you're not living at home anymore and things are different? Yeah, I would say for me, because I went to a really tiny Christian school, like I graduated with about 36 kids. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, my first huge like transition moment was I was sitting in my Stats 250 lecture with more kids that had then had been in my entire high school um and I had no idea what was happening and the teacher didn't know my name and I really didn't know if I was going to pass the class and that was my welcome to college moment like this is not anything you've been used to before yeah Yeah. I remember that fun fact about Holly is because she did pass the class and do really well on it she has her little like (laughs) note sheet from stats uh taped up on her wall as inspiration to keep going when school gets hard (laughs) the tea table yeah yeah the tea table (laughs) um for me I think my like welcome to college moment was um well, there's this like bridge that you walk across from the dorm we lived in to get to Central Campus, and like a lot, it's like there's a high high traffic on that bridge. And so I remember one day, like first couple weeks of school, just walking across the bridge. And as I like was walking, I saw like five people that I knew, and I just was like, "Wow, this is college. I like know people, and I'm saying hi to people, and it's awesome, and people know me." And so that was my welcome to college moment. <laughs> It's exciting stuff, and you're out on your own for the first time, and and uh, it's cool when you have those moments where it's scary as well, but it's also a, a fun time where you're on your own. And um, as Christians, I'll start with Holly on this question: How has your faith been challenged being in a secular environment like that, where you're not surrounded necessarily all the time by Christians, and uh, there's a lot of things that are probably uh, against Christianity and against the Bible? So, mm-hmm. how's your faith been challenged uh, in your time at Michigan so far? That is the question. Um, I really realized in the transition from high school where I was surrounded by people who at least claim to love Jesus and know him very well um, to a secular environment where um, the people at church like really wanted to be there and they were choosing to be there. Um, I really appreciated that transition because I felt like the community that I was in was a lot deeper and actually, um, yeah, cared about the Bible and what is true. Um, And so I would say that actually that community challenged me a lot more. Um, because I was confronted with people who loved Jesus in different ways than um, like the ways I had grown up learning. Like this is the only way to follow Jesus is you go to the school and then you like read your Bible for 30 minutes um, or something like that. But I was surrounded by people who loved him. Yeah, in just different ways, just in the ways that they spoke with one another and spent their time, um, the things that they cared about. That was challenging to me to kind of like called me higher to understand how to actually love Jesus with my life instead of just with, I guess, my words. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Kaylin? Um, I think for me, what was challenging um, about it was like going to a university where, yeah, everyone is telling you to work harder, to do more. Um, you were like considered cool and like, oh, you're so awesome if you pull an all nighter and um Which you've never done, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Many... running joke on all of our trips was that Kaylin was gonna keep trying to pull an all nighter and she never successfully could. So. <laughs> Makes sense. The last time I tried really, 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 really hard. Was that Houston? Yeah. yeah. But then we decided that we didn't really want to stay up because there might be cockroaches running across the floor and so we went to bed. Um <laughs> Fun facts about Houston. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, in, in like a university where like people are telling you that you need to work harder and um, you're only going to be happy if you like work the hardest and get the best grades and do the most. Um, I think that was challenging for me because it was like easy to fall into that trap. Um, but like that is like not what the Lord calls us to. Um, yeah, he like offers us rest. He offers us like peace and trust in him. And so being challenged to like, yeah, like take like lean back on the Lord and recognize that, like, he is in control rather than, um, yeah, like, anything in my striving could do. I think that was most challenging for me. Well, uh, being at Michigan, I'm sure you maybe run into professors and, and people with different points of view, uh, particularly you're in, the, like, the science general field, um, Kaylin. So can you talk about maybe any, any experiences you've had with professors and how you've maybe handled that? Yeah, so um, I'm doing a minor in the program in sustainable engineering, and so one of the classes I have to take for that is a humanity-centered sustainability class, and so um, I took one last fall, and it was called Ecocriticism and the Environment, and so basically what it was about was um, looking at how uh, humans, like, view the environment and um, what, like, sustainability looks like and a more, like, psychological view, and so... um, a lot of like the class was based off that uh, humans are are used to using the earth to like serve them, um, and like this was all the way back to the like um, Judeo Christianity view that like Genesis and Genesis like the Lord gave um, Adam and Eve like the earth, and so in the Bible it says um, the Lord gave Adam and Eve um, the earth to like steward it well, um, but that was like really taken out of context in the class and. Um, Basically, yeah, the class was just, like, kind of just, like, saying that all of the bad parts of the environment and um, people, like, not taking care of it were, like, because of Christianity. And so that was pretty tricky. Um, Me and my roommate were actually in that class together, and uh, she also loves Jesus. And so it, like, had um, a lot of, like, good fodder for conversation outside of class. Um, But also, like, in that class, I, like, was not afraid to, like, say things like it was very obvious that I like love Jesus in that class um but it was also like a small class which was kind of interesting there were only like 10 of us and so um lots of like good conversation and wrote a couple essays where Jesus was definitely in it and yeah it like ended up like being a lot better than I thought um like that professor ended up like I ended up having a really good relationship with her still she like yeah like cared to listen to what I said still and um Yeah, it was, like, definitely interesting, and we definitely had different views, but I, like, found it really cool because we were able to, like, have those different views and still, like, talk and have conversation, and, yeah, like, she ended up still writing me, like, a really nice letter of recommendation for one of my programs, and so I thought that was a really cool experience to, like, be able to, like, still own my faith and, like, have people know that I love Jesus and I don't agree with what's being said, but still, like, be respected as a student, um, as, like, someone who, like, can like say like good quality thoughts and be respected in academia 
um, but like still like love Jesus. And so that was a really cool experience for me. That's really, it, it's encouraging to hear just because it's so hard for uh, anyone, it seems like, to have just good dialogue back and forth, even if people disagree on topics. So it's encouraging to hear that. And um, just as a follow-up to that, you mentioned, you know, that everyone in your class knew that you loved Jesus. You know, this for both of you. Do you find it difficult to talk about Jesus outside of maybe your peer groups or in that small class? But um, if you're in a bigger setting, sometimes, you know, the conversations can lead toward um, worldly things or different things that maybe are against Christianity. And it's sometimes it's harder to talk about or talk out about that when you're in a large group and you feel like you're the only one. Have you had those opportunities or situations or do you feel uh, confident doing that? Um, for me, I think that it has been um, really interesting to like be in groups of people where I think that I'm like the only Christian. Um, I don't think I have that much of a problem of like bringing up that I love Jesus or that I like go to church. Um, yeah, I think I've actually been like pleasantly surprised with people's reactions throughout my time in college. Um, I was like a part of a, a project group this semester for one of my classes and uh, the boy I sit next to in class, we like go to church together and that weekend we had like a Christmas party um, at New Life. And so someone had asked us what our plans were that weekend. And I had like said that we were going to um, like a Christmas party at our church and then like found out that two of the three other people in my group actually like went to church and like were Christians as well. And so I think I've actually had like more experiences like that of like realizing that, oh, like there are like more people here than I realized who love Jesus. And also like if people like don't like don't go to um go to church or, like don't love Jesus I like don't think I've really been met with like um like anger or, like animosity I think like yeah I'd like been prepared to like go to college and it's war zone and everyone's going to hate you because you love Jesus <laughs> and I think that I've like really just been yeah surprisingly encouraged because that like hasn't been my experience um yeah like I know that like and I have seen it exist um in like social media or even in like the like daily newspaper that Michigan has of like yeah there are like there's animosity and there's like um yeah like the world hated Jesus the world will hate us um but I think like in like the conversations that I have with people um like my classmates they've like seen the way I act the way that I live my life for like um in class and throughout the semester and so when it comes up that I go to church or that I love Jesus there isn't like 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 a hatred or like oh like how can you do that like you're such a terrible person it is more often met with like maybe a little bit of curiosity or like, uh, oh, like, cool, like, that's great for you attitude. Um, and so I think that has been really cool for me to see and has honestly made me more bold um, in my faith and like being able to like be willing to share and like say that I like go to church. Um, yeah, there was one time my freshman year, actually, where there was a time where I was honestly, most of my conversations about Jesus happened when I'm like sitting next to someone who I go to church with, which is really cool. Um, and like that the Lord just like has continually like supplied that opportunity for me. But yeah, my freshman year, um, I was sitting next to a boy who we like, um, went to church together and we we're sitting in physics 140. And before class started, we were talking about our like Friendsgiving that we we're going to, um, at church. And there's another boy who like we had been sitting with like all semester and just like felt the Lord pushing me to invite him, like had no concept as to why, um, but just was like, hey, like, you want to come? And this boy ended up coming and um, continually coming back. And he like got baptized this summer. <laughs> and so like, that was just like wildly incredible. And I think like, yeah, that was just something the Lord showed me like very early on in college that like, to like not be afraid to talk about Jesus and to not be afraid to like talk about like, oh, like I'm going to church because 
yeah, people are, like, more curious about it than I think I would have realized. College is a time when, like, people are, like, trying to find themselves, and, um, yeah, there's, like, a lot of loneliness that also happens in college, and I think that, like, people are just, like, looking for a place to belong, and, like, yeah, like, we all, like, belong to Jesus. We are all his children, and so there is, like, yeah, and so, like, when the Lord presents the opportunities to, like, talk about going to church and, like, talk about sharing that, I think that I've just, like, yeah, found myself more confident and, like, able to do that and just, like, seeing the Lord, like, yeah, like, bring good out of it, too. Well, okay, when you mentioned uh, new life and just how important of a part of your life that that has been for both of you, uh, you guys have both been going to new life for over two years now. Um, could you talk maybe about the transition from either a youth group or a small church environment? Uh, to really being a part of a church where you guys are not like the kids that go off to the kid room. You guys are the church and maybe any experiences you've had there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say the biggest transition for me has just been um, having to take ownership of me being a member of a church um, because in the past it's just been like my parents driving me to church and then they do their thing. I hang out with my friends and then we leave. Um, But in college, it has looked different because I think because the majority of the people we're surrounded with are also college students. Um, it is up to us to like um, lead the small groups and not just attend them to contribute and not just consume is something that they talk about a lot. Um, but also um, when I was a freshman, there were upperclassmen pouring into me and choosing to disciple me and um, like lead my small groups. And that had like a huge impact um, on my freshman year and my faith in general. And so now as I am a junior and I'm watching these freshmen come in, um, it, it feels like, okay, now it's my turn to do the same thing that um, my small group leader did for me. And so, um, yeah, I would say taking ownership of my faith and my role in the church has been a large lesson that I've like taken from New Life, um, as well as just like a great community on campus. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think... Um it was a little bit of a transition of going from a church where everyone knew my name. I knew everyone um, to this like big, huge church at a big, huge university. And I like just didn't know anyone Um, and no one really knew me. Um, Yeah. I think like, so the way new life works is it's like um, the college campus ministry is like split up into regions. And so um, like the region that I was a part of, like, yeah, like people knew me and um, people like, yeah, like, uh, discipled me and, like, uh, sought to know, like, sought to know me and get to know me, and, like, that was really awesome, but when I went to church on Sunday morning, I just, like, didn't know the, like, like, vast number of people there, didn't know, the like, the pastor speaking on stage, like, or the staff working, and so I think it was a bit of a transition for me to, and, like, I miss, I miss knowing people, I miss having people know me, and, like, outside of just, like, the people I interact with on a daily basis, and so, um, for me, I think the biggest transition was, like, yeah, getting myself involved in, like, the bigger church and, like, making the effort to, like, get to know people. Um, yeah, I'm, like, two and a half years in now, and um, I, like, know, the, like, the pastors who speak on stage. Um, I, like, know people from other regions. I know, like, staff members now, and so, like, that has been really, like, great. Um, I love it. I love, like, being there on Sunday morning and, like, talking to people who I, like, don't see or, like, don't live with, um, being able to, like, hear about their lives, and so, um if I like really took like effort I guess um yeah like I like signed up to like greet in the morning um because like yeah like here like my parents just did it and (laughs) that was it and it like worked and it was fine and I like didn't have to really do anything but like yeah going to like a college church like 
any college kids to greet in the morning and so um doing like things like that of like making myself more involved um to like or like I did like children's ministry for a little bit realized wasn't was not for me but I like got to know some of the families and like the little kids and like things like that I think like yeah I like had to put an effort to like be a part of the church um whereas like yeah, growing up, I was just like everyone knew me. I was I was little fueling like, so I think I think that was a big transition for me. Do Do you think that that's maybe a part of the reason why uh, we're seeing, particularly now, like so many kids who grew up in the church, once they get to college, maybe they leave um, because they do have to take more ownership, and maybe they're not ready for that, or they they hope it comes naturally to them, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think, yeah, I think for sure. Um, I think like one thing that I've noticed is, so like we have like a freshman ministry and then like an, uh, like an upperclassman one. And so like freshman year, like everyone pours into you and loves you and thinks you're awesome and wants to like spend all their time with you. And then you like get to sophomore year and then now it's like your turn to pour into the freshman cause there's new freshmen. And so I think that like, yeah, like along those lines of like, um I think like that's when I've seen people like maybe like slide away a little bit of like not really want to want to come to church anymore um because yeah it like takes more effort um like a really great thing about church is the community and um there is like goodness to that but when you like start to come to church for like only friends and like miss worshiping Jesus and miss like getting fed with like the Bible then it like becomes a problem because yeah like we're human we're like sinful we make mistakes we like aren't perfect we can't always say the right thing or always give like the right amount of support for someone and so if we're just like coming to church to like rely on that um and rely on like feeling good and making like making yourself feel good by like people loving you then like when it doesn't happen one day or when there are new freshmen coming then I think yeah like then it gets tricky and people like start to think that oh, the church doesn't love me anymore, so then Jesus doesn't love me anymore. And so I think that can get, like, really, like, tricky. And so, yeah, I think, like, I've noticed that of just, like, especially in college, people, like, come to church to make friends. Um, Yeah, it was, like, part of the reason why I wanted to get involved with church was to, like, make friends who, like, I knew loved Jesus. And so, but when it, like, gets confused of, like, I'm coming to church to, like, be loved by my friends rather than to worship Jesus, then it, like, starts to be a problem and, like, I think I've seen people like not come as much anymore because of that. Mm-hmm. Do you, this is a follow-up. You know, do you feel or do you find that there's a lot of people that because they've always went to church growing up with their families, but they didn't really know to own their faith or really make it their own? If, if you and you and you probably like we all have a struggle with that at times too. But have you had to work through that with any of your friends or with people at, at New Life as part of the process of hey, this is what is this faith? Do I even believe it? Yeah, um, I think it's something that we are always kind of going through I guess I don't know um but have definitely seen friends who um associate Jesus with the community at church and the community at church is people who will fail you and so when the people fail you then they think that Jesus is failing them or that the church is horrible and not what they actually want um and so yeah I have seen friends go through that I've talked with staff people and they've said that they've seen these patterns like over the years um because as you like Kaylin said, like freshman year seems so great when everyone's pouring into you and these like new people are your friends. You've never met them before. Then sophomore year, you start to live with them and then you're like, oh, these people are, <laughs> you know, messy um, in more ways than one, I guess. Um, and then um, when they're like tied too closely with Jesus in your brain, then 
you know, Jesus starts to become messy to you too. Um, and so, yeah, I've definitely seen how like shaky foundations in high school or just growing up when they're not actually like your own foundations, your own roots in Jesus. Um, it, it makes it a lot harder to actually um, like stick with a church or stick with him in college. Uh, I don't know if you have anything. Mm -hmm. um yeah I think that I have like seen people come in um who just like are there because that is like what they did when they grew up Mm -hmm. um but I think I've like also seen in the same in the same way though like people like come in thinking that's just like what they do but then like find Jesus Mm -hmm. and um find them for themselves and like really come to know him and like blossom in their faith and so I think like yeah like there's like two sides to that and so I think yeah, like, there's definitely people who, like, come in and, like, find the Lord and then just, like, really grow in their faith, too. Um, and that's really cool to see also. It's really encouraging, Kaelin, that last part, because we always so focus so many times on the people that walk away from their faith because they didn't own it. But forget about the people that actually go to church and then, you know, for whatever reasons they're going, but then they, they actually realize what they're there for. So Holly, if you could go back a few years to when you were a high school uh, junior or senior, what would you tell yourself that you know now? There are a lot of things I would have told myself. Uh, when I think about myself in high school, I often say that I didn't have a brain because I just really think I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, in high school, I think in my head, just the next logical step after high school is you go to college. Um, and I didn't even think I really understood what college was or like why people went, but I saw my older sister go to the University of Michigan. Her faith really grew there, um, and I noticed that change, and I kind of felt like, oh yeah, I want that for myself as well, um, and so I guess I would say I followed her to college a little bit, um, but two things. One, looking back, I wish I would have thought a little bit more about like, oh, you could take a gap year, or you could go to community college, or you could go to trade school, or not go to college, um, and like saying that I'm really grateful with where I ended up. I know that I'm in the right spot. Um, but I just wish that I'd considered more options or even other schools. Um, and then also I wish that I would have known and trusted that the Lord would have been with me wherever I went. Um, yeah, like he wasn't just at Michigan waiting for me to like apply and get <laughs> accepted. He would also have been at Wheaton or at Target if I worked there or like just he would have been there um, like no matter where I'd ended up. Um, and so that's something I know and appreciate about him now, but mm-hmm. I think back then would have been a good thing to, to understand. Well, what about you, Kaylin? How do you answer that? Um, for me, I think, um, when I think back to myself in high school, um, I was very tightly wound and stressed and always wanted to like have a plan, um, for like what was next. And, um, I like just thought that it was like up to me to decide where I was supposed to be, what was best for me. Um, and yeah, I think that like, I wish I could go back and tell myself that, um, the Lord like knows where he wants me and will put me there. Um, yeah, like growing up, I did not want to go to the University of Michigan. Um, I, yeah, very much so despised it. And, (laughs) um, yeah, like if anyone knew me when I was, younger they'd be very surprised that I'd end up here but like yeah like the Lord like changed my heart I have no idea why like I like well when at the time I had no idea why I like ended up at Michigan um but like being here now I can just like see um 
like why the Lord wanted me here. Um, yeah, like the people I've met and the ways that I've like seen the Lord have just been like, um, yeah, like life changing. And so, um, just like knowing that like the Lord like radically changed my heart and like put me where he wanted me and like has just like done so, um, time and time again. And I wish I could just tell myself, um, that like, yeah, like you don't need to have your whole life planned out. Um, the Lord will like put you where he wants you. And yeah, like even now, like I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. Um, like I have like, sure, like a rough outline of like what I think life's going to look like, but yeah, like I, I don't know. And I like don't feel stressed about it because I like know the Lord will just lead me where he wants me, like when the time comes. And so I think that is like what I wish I could tell, tell my younger self. All right. Well, we're close to wrapping up here, but uh, one of the things I wanted to ask uh, you guys as well is if there's been a change in perspective or a shift in maybe the way you're thinking since maybe leaving high school, I just know looking back on my life, the thoughts and the patterns that I've developed like from high school to college and then from college to now have changed drastically. So are there any shifts in perspective that you guys have as it relates to your faith or just the ways that you guys think? Yeah, I think the largest shift in my perspective probably happened freshman year or maybe after the summer afterwards. Um, I'm not sure, but I think before then I had really had this um, like holly centered view of the world of what is everything in relation to me. Um, and God is good because he did this for me. And Jesus um, is savior because he died for me and blah, 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 all of that, um, which is interesting, but then I think I probably stumbled upon some John Piper article or something like that that was just really emphasizing how we should look at the world with a like a God lens, a God-centered perspective, um, and how nothing is really in relation to me. It is everything here on earth is in relation to God and um, points back to him and is about him. And like my life is not my own. It is um, just like in his hands. Um, and that has been something that has been super impactful and kind of probably like got the ball rolling for like an authentic relationship with Jesus um in my life so yeah yeah um for me I think that um my like faith has shifted the most in that in high school before college I think that I had like a really strong grasp on like the truth of the bible um but like maybe less so of like the balance between like truth and love um yeah just like saw a lot of things in black and white and was like judgmental and like prideful in that and I think like going to college and like Holly had said earlier just like seeing the ways that like different people love Jesus in different ways really opened my eyes to like yeah like um really recognizing like the love of Jesus more and um yeah finding that balance between um truth and love um and the Lord well as we wrap up uh, Holly I, I was struck by your comments about uh, how you transitioned from being more of a consumer mentality to someone that likes to contribute and wants to contribute more and, and Kaylin just how you're trying to find and you're finding more of that truth uh, versus love balance and, and both those are, are difficult things to do uh, but again I'm glad you guys were here today and uh, thank you for being part of the podcast with us yeah thanks so much for having us it was, it was great to be here yeah thank you so much well, and thank you all for joining us today for this episode of In All Seriosity. As we discussed earlier, please submit your questions and comments on our website, which is www.gotgrace.info. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and be sure to subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please take a moment to rate and review. For more information about Grace Community Church, please check us out at our website, which again is www.gotgrace.info. Until next time. <laughs>